three, two, one. August 2018. I am your first host, Alex Garthon Marsh. With me, as always, is Brett Heathen Dog Grissomer. Hello, everyone. Good to be here. I'm going to do the rest of the of the heavy lifting for the talk in this uh, in this deal because, uh, well, Garthon is a little sick, so that's pretty much how it is. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce us to the world bam there we are and Tonight, due to illness the part of garthon will be played by garthon that's right <laughs> and let's take a look at our segments today first with my heathen dogma anime on the stream we're doing angels of death and sword guy the animation season two i did season one in the legion of myth live stream episode 156 so if you haven't watched that um gonna spoil it sorry you don't really you really can't do a season two without spoiling a season one that's just the way it is and unless with, the seasons are totally unconnected unless the seasons are totally unconnected which is not completely unheard of and then for garthon's comic pull we have x-men gold number 33 red sonia number 19 and infinity wars number one because the comic industry has to wring all the money from those hey, if i go a week without a number one there's going to be a revolt somewhere <laughs> that's true it's it's the year of ones it's pretty much ones. Hey, at least there's not two number ones this week and that could have <laughs> happened just just sad so yeah sad. everyone the uh uh, oh, the RNG is Picard. Du oh, Duncan the called mystery. it. You, 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 oh, you, you gave it away. Yes, breaking news. Uh, Patrick Stewart. And that's all we're gonna say. Don't say anything else, Duncan. Stop it. Stop it. That is that is the surprise Stewart. RNG. Stop it. Yes. Right, Cease. Desist. Yes. Let's go ahead and continue. Hold. This. I want to give a special thank you to all of our subscribers, all of our current subscribers for Twitch. You can see them here. Our subscribers for Patreon, Hicks206, Sharis, and Algarian. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. And remember, uh, the 11th, we're having a subscriber-only giveaway. Sins of the Solar Empire Rebellion. Steam, it's a Steam gift. If you win, subscriber-only. It's a $39, it's a $40 game. $39.99. It's a $40 game. You can win it. You can win two other role-playing games. Stargate SG-1 core rulebook, 488 pages. That damn thing is thick. Uh, as, a, as a gift PDF from DriveThruRPG and a 4th edition Earthdawn, either softcover or PDF, your choice. Oh, wow. Both of those are just for following the channel. So just for showing up, you could win those. That sounds nice. Earthdawn yes. is good. Yes. And, of course, we have our top donators, Baldahar being one of them, obviously. And, of course... Zon Extreme, aka Zon, which are with our Twitch cheers. He he threw Algarian so much money, it was crazy. Just throwing money at him like like he was a stripper, and I was happy with it. Just happy with it. And of course, you can like, subscribe, and comment here in chat, obviously, or on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, 
go to our Discord. You got the link there. You can jump in on there and you can yell at us in person until we till we ban you, or you could say that you love us until we think it's great. Algarian <laughs> says he does strip for bits. That's true. Or you can <laughs> you can listen to this podcast uh, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, or any fine aggregate anywhere. Not in the Ukraine. Don't don't do that. That's malware. Don't do that. And, of course, you can support us with a Patreon subscription. We always love that. Streamlabs donation. We'll always take that. Or you could buy the gear. Garth, I'll show him the gear. I thought you had the slide. You're the one handling the slides, my friend. You got the gear on. My, 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 my gear has stains on it, so it's, it's actually got some, uh, some stain remover soaking stuff on it. Anyway, also, you can cheer right now. You can just cheer us for, for no reason, for any reason at, at all. That'd be great too. If if you cheer twenty five bits or more, it pops up on screen, and then and then everyone will know it was you, and you can type in a little message after your cheer and say you suck so bad. I had to make sure everyone knew. You can do that too. I don't really care. You're but just then, trying to impress your friends with how generous you are. There you go. But then we get into our disclaimer. Opinions expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator, and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, there may be the occasional use of foul or offensive language. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. Now, this disclaimer, uh, this is important in a moment. This, this disclaimer was originally created for Max Liao because he has a problem with uh, being family-friendly. He's going to be on the stream next week. It's going to be at uh, noon central, one Eastern on Saturday, the 11th. That's when we're doing our giveaways. And I'm, at, I'm the one who's going to be running it. So I'm going to get a bleep button ready when I think he's going to uh, swear or say something inappropriate. I'm going to bleep him. Now, it, it may be like a, a, you know, a meme later on. That'd be awesome. But I think it'll be fun. Anyway. Let's get on to what we're getting on to, and that, oh, the next week's giveaway, which I just talked about. That's right. We have a slide for it even. Yeah, slide for it even. Yeah, the the alternate time. Don't miss the alternate time. There's going to be tweets throughout the week, and we're going to talk about it uh, during the week on, on all of our streams. And Max Liao's Celestial Wisdom is what is what his uh, Max Liao segment, and he's going to talk about the best and worst publisher slash developer games provided to him in 2018. So far, you know, the, the keys that were given to the Legion of Myth to play, to stream, to review. He's going to tell you the best, the worst, and I believe there's going to be an honorable mention where it has so much potential, but it could go disastrously, disastrously wrong. And then after that, he will talk about current, current generation tabletop gaming, like an old man with a, with a, uh, shotgun uh, sitting on his porch saying, kids, get off my lawn. Old man yells at Cloud. Exactly. Starring Max right. Leo. Exactly right. And as you can see, the giveaway for followers are is the Stargate SG-1 RPG core book, the Earth on 4th on edition core book, and for subscribers only, Sins of a Solar Empire, Rebellion, which will be gifted to you through Steam, and Max Leo says maybe more. Maybe he'll give something else away. I don't know. He now has on. a beard, which is mandatory for yes, civilian employees. He now has a beard that actually re reminds me of, Meta of Metallica, the lead singer of Metallica. 
Mm, it's right. like becoming one can say. Yes, there you go. And now let's get back. Let's get to Heathen Dogs anime. That's right. Gentlemen, I present to you Ooh. the thing you've been waiting for. The thing that came to you. My friends, I can tell you I have found the answer, my friends. It is not at the bottom of the bottle, which I can assure you, but I thought at one time it was. My friends, one time I was so low. I was so down. I didn't know what to do with my life. I was there in South Korea at a bar in Incheon, sucking down height longer like there was no tomorrow, because to me there was no tomorrow. My life, as I thought, was over. And as Filipina girls gyrated slowly to DJ Doc bouncing up and down, I sat there drinking that bottle, staring into the paper-thin lights of a, of a neon cupid, and through the bottom of the brown glass bottle, I saw two words, my friends. Two words which changed my life, which stayed with me to this day, and I will tell you what this key is. The key that I heard coming to me from the heavens as I stared at that cherub light in the neon glow of that bar. And I tell you, my friends, the two words through the bubbles at the bottom of the bottle of the alcohol of the heights lager, it is. He the dogs, he the dogs. Wow. That was... Praise, praise your specific Lord. That was great. <laughs> I don't know how I can do my segment now. That, I'm, I'm just going to switch came, through the, my segment. I had a fever of 102 and that intro came to me. <laughs> well, guess what? I'm glad it's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, let's see what our first anime is today. Oh, Duncan Claps. All right. Our first anime is Angels of Death. Okay, the premise of this is a 13-year-old girl named Rachel. She wakes up. Uh, seemingly in a hospital she's walking around and it seems empty and she finds herself it's not in a hospital it's in a basement we find out later sub basement level seven and uh without any memories she's wandering around trying to figure out how to get out and she meets uh this other guy who at first tries to kill her but then they strike a deal to get out together i'll explain more as as we get on that's a little it sounds bit like how I met Max Leo. Yeah, there you go. But let's talk about the particulars first of Angels of Death. Okay, directed by Kentaro Suzuki, written by Yoshinobu Fujikawa, Fujioka, Fujioka, sorry. Music by Noisy Croak. That's that's cool, Noisy Croak. Someone likes straws. Studio JC Staff, licensed by Crunchyroll and Funimation. Original networks were all over to that, that. That's the thing about anime uh, series. They're not just on one network. They're on all of them. They're on all of them. Original run, it just started July 6th to uh, now. Hey. Uh, it runs every Friday uh, in, on Hulu, and it premieres the day before in Japan. So I, didn't, I, I wasn't able to find a whole lot of, uh, of uh, pictures online. I had to actually... Uh, create JPEGs from video that I recorded off of Netflix to, to, to get some of these slides. <laughs> All right, so there's that. Uh, so far, there's been five episodes, and you can watch it, of course, like I said, on Hulu. Now, let's talk about the main characters. Rachel Gardner. Okay, she has a tragic backstory. She's in the hospital. I told you in the beginning, she's in the hospital. Now, it doesn't say exactly what it is. All right, but what I can do is uh, uh, she, she, she tells a little bit a little bit about it in the beginning and this is what we see. We're gonna see clip number one with Rachel Gardner entering the, uh, the sub-basement maze. Okay. Yeah, she's a, uh, there's an automatic typewriter that's actually talking to her 
asking her, why are you here? Why are you here? What's your name? Why are you here? Stuff like that. It's kind of cool. I remember we set up a typewriter to, to, uh, to run macros to scare my youngest brother once to convince him there was a ghost in the house. Good times. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah, he was terrified. Good times. Older brothers are cruel. That's just they how are. it is. Okay, so we know that she witnessed some people die, and all she wants to do is see her mom and dad. That's all, that's all we know. There's only been five episodes. That's all we know about that. Now, uh, in the elevator, it said that she was, she was chosen as, as a victim in a game. Now, each floor has a floor resident, and this, this floor resident tries to kill her. This sounds really familiar. It, it should be. It was, a, it was a manga, and, a, and it was a video game. Hmm. So maybe maybe you've run across it later. No, now, I think it sounds so much another anime or something. Anyway, oh, okay. please continue. Yeah, uh, when she remembers why she went to the hospital, she wants to die. Now it she she recalls it, but the audience is left in the dark. So we still don't know, even though she knows, and it shut her down. I mean, it shut her emotions down when she remembered why she was in the hospital, what actually happened. She just went full on data. She went just. She just shut down all the way. All right. And uh, I believe uh, clip number two is coming up because uh, the person she teams up with is Isaac Foster, a.k.a. Zach. Oh, oh, Duncan Idaho says the game is called Halo. She's elected to grab the flag. <laughs> Noob got pwned by shotgun camper. <laughs> nice. So no. much pwnage. Zach was the first floor resident Rachel meets. All right. Uh, he says he was recruited by some voice, some phone call. It wasn't really clear. He just didn't meet the person. And he said, hey, if you come over to come over to us and stay in this place, you can kill people like all the time. And since he's a mass, he's a murderer. He's like, yeah, OK, I'll do it. But he found out that he's not allowed to leave the floor. And he doesn't like that. He doesn't like that at all. But uh, this is how the two meet. I'll show that clip right now. Ouch, that would have hurt. And running. Might sting a little. Yeah. Honestly, sides are terrible weapons. They really are. Yeah, but they're really scary. Yeah, that's all they're good for, is yeah. scaring and if you're wheat, it's bad if you're wheat. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're wheat or something like that, then you're just you're yeah, like, oh, my God, bad. it's my death. Oh, Jesus. But, yeah. Your personal knife actually does seem much better for you. Yeah, I got you. So that's how they met. Now, uh, he he uh, he was able to break into the elevator to get to get to the second floor. the Not the second floor, but sub-basement level six. And uh, she asked him to kill her because at this point she remembered why she was in the hospital and he's like that's no fun I'm, I like the chase if you're just going to sit there I'm not going to kill you that's not fun. but you know what we're going to team up see because he actually self admits I'm kind of dumb and uh, to get to get by these uh, these uh, these these uh, floors you have to do you have to do two things kill the floor resident 
and solve a puzzle. Well, uh, Rachel is a 13-year-old girl. She's going to die to one of the floor residents. Zach is a grown man killer. He can kill the floor residents for her. He's got a lot of experience in killing. So he said, hey, we'll team up. And then once we get out of here, I promise I'll kill you. And she's like, all right, fair. That's fair. I can dig it. Cool. She gets, if she just wants to get killed, why does she just stand still in the first place? Well, no, because when she initially initially met Zach, she didn't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, but after that. And, and then when the other floor resident, the next floor resident they meet. Oh, the uh, main villains. The floor residents. Here we go. Uh, I'm not going to go through their names because I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil all this. But uh, each has chosen to kill the victims on their floor, and Rachel is the victim. Uh, Zach is not supposed to be there. He's supposed to be a floor resident on on uh, be on basement level seven. He's not supposed to be there. He decided to run around for fun. No, no, he wants he doesn't like he doesn't like being trapped. He That's likes fair. he likes killing folk, but he doesn't like being trapped. How'd they get that job? Was there an ad in Craigslist? Need someone to kill random strangers on floor. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how this, this uh, dark web black. Actually, no, Zach is too stupid for dark web things. I mean, some, someone must have heard about him and approached him somehow. I don't know. But uh, yeah, even when, when one are of they these... at? Are they? They're still at the hospital, like in the no, basement. No, 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 no. The 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 beginning of of the. Uh... She goes to the hospital. Yeah, she goes to the hospital. And then she wakes up here. She wakes up in a recreation of, of her floor of the hospital in this in this uh, maze. I just wonder if maybe, like, someone goes towards the hospital that performs reports, like, we notice you're really bad at housekeeping, but good at killing patients. You know? No, so, no, nothing like just that. wonder how you get this job. Nothing like that. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, like, I, like I was saying, even when one of the floor residents says, well, I'll kill you right now if you want to die, and she says, no, I promised it to him. I, he, he, he swore, and, and I, I promised, so that's that's it. Because she has no emotion, she's just all logical. I mean, the props. I'm keeping it. But anyway, you have to. But you have to kill the floor resident to move on. Yes, you, killing them is necessary. That's why Zach is needed. But each floor has a puzzle. That's why Rachel is needed because Zach is dumb and Rachel's smart, especially when she doesn't have any current emotions to get in the way. She can think clearly all the time, even under duress. Fair enough. Now, when they were in the elevator after they got to another floor. One, one, one of these floor residents I pictured here went over the radio, uh, the little intercom system on the elevator, and called Rachel a traitor. That's why she was chosen as a victim. It didn't explain that. It's only episode five, so I don't know. Didn't explain it, but it's interesting. I mean, I like uh, the, the, the story is unfolding. Usually, uh, usually uh, these, these series are either 12 or 24 episodes long. All right. If it's if it's 24 episodes long, it may be unfolding a bit too fast. If it's 12 episodes long, it may be unfolding a bit too slow. It all depends on on how they write it later on. But how did I rate it? I gave it three stars. All right, here and here's why. The story is interesting. Uh, to to Garthon, he says it it sounds familiar. It may it may be derivative of another anime he saw. I haven't. And look, like I said, uh, it it was a video game and a manga. And, and I, I read online that people who have played the video game, it's basically a scene-for-scene scene remake of the, of the video game. Oh, neat. So if you play the video game, you've seen the anime, just in less pixels, I guess. That's why there's puzzles, because I'm assuming the game, you have to solve those. Exactly, the game, you have to solve puzzles. Now, 
all of the characters are fleshed out. I'm talking about in the first five episodes, we may not learn why Rachel is there, but we were, we learn why, why Zach is there. We learn his background. We learn how he became a killer. The, uh, all of all of the all of the three floor guardians that I that I pictured, you don't get their complete background story, but you get their motivations. You get the a sense of them. It, it, they all have three dimensions, and they did it quickly and concisely, and well. That sounds nice. And the action is good. There's no there's no blurring, no walleye, no no uh, no uh, out of that none of those fast motion cutbacks they try to do sometimes now what i didn't like about it there were small comedic moments that don't fit with the tone of the series the tone of this thing is dark it is uh uh it's a combination of punishment and and repentance story it seems like so little little bits of of uh of comedy thrown in there it just takes you away from immersion. I didn't like it. A lot of people may not agree, but I didn't like it. And I only gave it three stars because it's really too early to tell. I mean, I I might you know having watched the whole season, I may give it three and a half or four. You know, I might. I don't know. The, with with the with the comedic thing, I don't think I'm going to get used to that, so it probably won't it won't reach five star status. But I could give it more. I don't know. And then we move on to our next anime. Sword Guy Animation Season 2. Oh, and uh, if you are watching uh, Angels of Death, I'm sorry, I should have said this earlier. Let's, In fact, let's go back. If you were watching uh, Angels of Death, please uh, go ahead and uh, comment here or comment on YouTube and tell me what you thought of it. And I will read, I will comment back. Or if you've played the video game, can you confirm for me that it is a shot for shot remake? Alright, now. Sword Guy. Alright, now. Uh... A young man, uh, p- pictured here with the with the sword, obviously. Uh, he, uh, yeah, uh, he got a hold of a demon sword. Now, apparently, in in this world, uh, when you make a sword and you use it to kill a lot of people, that sword becomes sentient, and all it wants to do is kill folk. So people who grab it are taken over by the sword, and just start killing folk. So, you know, it's not a great situation and what's that oh angel of death steam power oh that that's the that's the video game there you go it's on right. steam ten dollars right. and i will explain all of that in more because i'm going to do a recap of season one before i get to the season two stuff but before that let's get to the details for sword guy directed by takahiro ikazo ikazoe i guess and uh tomohito naka written by toshiki inoue uh, music by Kotaro uh, Nakagawa. Studio, Q Studios, DLE and Production IG. Licensed by Netflix, original network Netflix, because they paid if they paid for it. And That's it right. Came out July 30th, so just a few days ago. All 12 episodes, and you can watch them right now on Netflix. Now, let's get to it. Uh, oh, uh, also there's season one, which is another 12 episodes. You can watch those Netflix too. That's 24 total. Guy Ogata. This this is the guy. Now, is he a protagonist? Eh, he's he's a, he's one of the unlikable protagonists that I'm I'm not fond of in anime, but he's there. All right, now backstory on him from season one. All right, uh, his father uh, accidentally picked up one of these infernal swords. Went crazy, started killing folk. 
his his mother, still pregnant with him at the time, uh, caught him doing this and said, oh my God, what are you doing? And then he came after her. She hit him with a rock. He dropped the sword, started to get up. She grabbed the sword and killed him. The sword started taking her over. She ran into the woods, hung herself. This caused premature labor. Guy was born, fell from the tree that she hung herself from, and the first thing he clutched was this sword. Now, if you thought that you had you had a bad start in life, guess what? <laughs> However bad it was, you now you're now silver medal <laughs> because that sucks. That is pretty much the worst case scenario. <laughs> pretty much is, and he would have died there, obviously, if not for a. Uh, it, uh, she ran into the grounds of a swordsmith, and he found he found this tragic scene. Uh, recognized this, recognized the sword for what it was. Uh, handled it safely with with uh, with uh, um, uh, sanctified uh, wrappings and stuff, and uh, took in the baby and uh, uh, basically adopted him and raised him as his own, and uh, made him an apprentice swordsmith. Now, he accidentally gets his hand chopped off. All right. It happens. Yeah, the they, uh, the the uh, sword that that they had, they ha- uh, once a year a a, vir- a pure virgin girl has to has to uh, re-sanctify it to keep it quiet, to keep it from calling out to people to come get it and touch it. But during this ceremony, someone took their blindfold off and the sword reacted to people seeing it, and guy jumped in the way because the because the sanctified virgin was going to be killed. And the, the, the person who grabbed the sword chopped off his arm. So, what does his adopted father do? Uh, boils, uh, melts down the sword, turns it into a bionic arm, and puts it on... As I, one does. I never got this. I never got it. I never got it. His if you could melt it down and turn it into something else, why do you just melt it down to like a solid lump and then bury it? Yes, like deep. And then, you know, if it calls out to someone, the worst you can do is, like, hit someone with a rock. Yes. You know, make, make it a very, very smooth, frictionless rock so you, you can't even get a good grip on it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Pure virgin girl, Jagoro, get over here. World consumed by demons. That's right. <laughs> now, uh, so they, he, put, he put the demon sword on his arm, and it works just like his normal arm, because it's friggin' magic. It's got magic. But, but now, he hears voices in his head. Well... What, what, do you, what do you think the voices are telling him to do? Probably to kill people, I'm guessing. Oh, and there we are! And uh, now this. How, who, who didn't see that coming? Who didn't see that coming? Well, his his arm spontaneously transforms when he's enraged into a, uh, into a dragon-headed sword coming out type thing, and... and uh, wow. Okay. Now, an organization found him, took him in, and said, Hey, you are called a chrysalis. A chrysalis is someone who has been possessed by a, by an infernal sword, but not completely taken over yet. You are going to be taken over, but the time varies from each individual. We can put you in cold sleep in between missions, but during missions, your job is to kill people who have been completely taken over by the swords. Or we put you in cold sleep and don't wake up, wake you up until we find a cure. And these people are called the uh, so- Soshidai. 
right? And as, as you can see here, when, when you're fully taken over uh, from our, our top picture, you get fully armored up and CGI'd. That, that's just what happens when you're not fully taken over you you can use uh, you can use your swords abilities like the picture below the the guy right there using it now like I said the organization collects people who have infernal weapons inside them to fight uh, Basoma uh, while this group is not evil they don't care about their people either you know they don't really get to to them the 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 the, the chrysali or chrysalises or whatever the plural for that is, they're just tools, and when a tool becomes un, not useful anymore, they kill it. Because they're going to become demons anyway. Yeah, really. There's no way to there's no way to remove the infernal sword. They haven't found it, so you know, kill it. Yeah, whatever. Right. Right. So now we get to season two. At the end of season one, his his handler, oh, which is the guy in the second picture, the blonde-haired guy with the mullet, you know, he's all party in the back. He he, he was he was fighting a Busoma, and he uh, and he succumbed. He he succumbed to his to his weapon, and and he became one himself. And he made his trainee guy promise that if that ever happened, to kill to kill me. And so he does. After having to kill his partner and trainer. He starts becoming a Basoma as well. Right? Well, he believes this is not for him. This is not the way I want to go out. Uh, he had to use too much power in killing his former teacher, and now the sword's about to take over. So this is what he does. I want to stress to everyone right now that this is a little graphic. All right? All right. There's some blood. There's not gratuitous amounts, but there's some. Just here comes the clip. What do you do when you have an evil arm? You cut off your evil arm. Oh, I thought it was going to be wearing evil glove. No, no, you cut off your evil arm. Well, that's what Ash did. That's so true. far, this really is just the anime version of Evil yeah. Dead. But he didn't stop there. He said, nope, I just want to make sure the job's done. So he does that. He keeps stabbing his arm? Nope. You haven't you haven't reached it yet. You haven't reached the conclusion. I'll then let you jump. catch up before we go. Then he jumps off a building. Yep. To his death. Apparently so. That was episode one. Well. The pro <laughs> the main character of the entire first season commits obvious and irrevocable suicide in episode one? Of second season, what? Well, so the series is named after him, so I know. So it can't—he can't be dead. But I don't see how he could not be dead. But he can't be dead. He can't. Well, you didn't just watch one episode, right? No, no, no. I watched them, but so I—I—I'm focusing on him. Okay, there are lots of other characters. They introduce a lot more characters in season two, well, but I don't want to die in episode that. one if all the other episodes are flashbacks. No, they are not flashbacks. Or now, backstory. They are. They are. Uh, in, they are introducing new new characters because apparently Guy is dead for several episodes. As so one does. they introduce new characters. Now, I'm not going to get into them. I'm going to go continue with Guy. So, uh, he's saved by another group called the the Gabi. Now, the the Gabi are a group of of uh, priests. That uh, that use magic to fight Busoma instead of 
people who are halfway possessed by Busoma like that organization does. Right? So they find him, realize that, wow, he's the only person in history who rid himself of, a, of, a, of an infernal weapon, saved his life with, with healing magic. Okay, I get it now. Priestly healing magic. Got it. Got it. And they're, they're trying to teach him to purge himself of, of his evil emotions. You know, because there's, having the sword merge with him affected his brain. And, of course, uh, holding the sword as an infant affected his brain in the beginning. So he's got a lot of work to do. Maybe it's some sort of resistance because of that. Who knows? No, no, no. It, it, there's no. no resistance. He, he, he's, he's basically Anakin Skywalker waiting to happen. Oh, he, that's he's, terrible. He's waiting to, to Vader out. Now, wait, a, just wait to kill the younglings. Exactly, exactly. Now, uh, um, wait. Uh, Duncan said the arm grew a new protagonist. No, no, it didn't. No, uh, the arm obviously survived, but the arm wanted its owner back, so it tried to get him at the monastery. Uh, it it possessed someone to bring him the arm, drop it on the ground. Then the person was possessed, like, why? Where am I? Why am I doing here? What? What, what's this? And he, he sees the arm, he says, damn it! He takes the arm, and he throws it in the lake. Gives it the finger, and says, no, I'm not, screw you. I got, well, he doesn't do that, because he's only got one arm. He does this. So, uh, yeah. He says, nope, screw you, I'm done with that. And then, a Busoma attacks the monastery. Probably looking for him, because he, he still has some Busoma traces in mm-hmm. him. And uh, he's and all of the priests start to fight him, but this thing, this one is a strong one, and it's it's beating the crap out of all the priests. This is this is the next clip, and he his willingness to stop the killing of the, of the people he's come to respect, he does the unthinkable, and this is it. He calls to the arm, and in the bottom of the lake, it rises up like Excalibur, shoots through the air, lands on him. This actually reminds me a little bit of the original Thor movie. And then he's suddenly powered up. It's a dragon. Dun, 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 dun. And bam, he goes full on Busoma, just straight up, because he knows he can't he can't win against this guy unless he does it. So it's time to do the killing. Time for the killing. That's exactly right. And then bam, he's full he's full Busoma now. Now after after he defeats this uh, this thing, he he kills all of the all of the priests he was trying to save and leaves. Well, that doesn't help his cause. No, the end. and he goes back into human form, still controlled. By the sword, he's gone now. The sword is now in full control of his body. And uh, remember how I told you the, the the sword could reach out to people to try and and get them to pick him up so that so they can get them to kill people. Yeah. Well, now it's got a new level. Now anyone within say a hundred yards of guy immediately starts murdering each other. Oh, super. So no everyone around him goes kill crazy. Just super kill crazy. I obviously I didn't show that clip 
Manson family all the time. Yeah, because that's a lot of gore, and that's unnecessary for the stream. But I can tell you, uh, he was walking the streets of a major city, and by, by the time he got through a city block, it was on fire. People were killing each other with whatever they had in their hands, hitting each other with cars, uh, uh, b busting windows to take TVs to beat people to death with, with, with LCDs, you know, whatever. Now, this was apparently a prophecy to bring about the end of, of uh, mankind by the main Busoma, which reared his head at the end of season one, this guy. His, he's called Grimms. He's apparently the oldest Busoma. He's hundreds of years old. Hundreds of years ago, this weapon took over a human, and he's been steadily growing in power since then. He's been waiting for, for his, his, you know, Messiah to come along to bring about the end of humanity. And as Guy's uh, infernal power grows stronger, his radius will become larger until it affects all mankind, and the only thing left are weapons. That, that's his goal a strange goal if you're a weapon it's a pretty good goal uh, my goal is to make sure there's nothing left but refrigerators <laughs> hey, if, if you're if you're a walking talking refrigerator that might not be a bad thing it seems very silly it is but hey <laughs> it's horrible and bloody with a very silly component to yeah. it sorry so what i give it i gave it four stars i wish baldar is baldar four stars four stars, four stars. Baldar said there. that's too bad <laughs> Anyway, uh, the original Sword Guy got, uh, not original, but Season 1 Sword Guy got three stars. This one got four because not only did it take the story up a notch, and it hit me, like, right in the gut in the very beginning, just took my legs out in the beginning with, with Guy committing apparent suicide. It really... Wouldn't it have been better if he just stayed dead? Really? But then, 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 then it couldn't be Season 2 of that anime. Just saying, it would have been better for humanity if he'd stayed dead. But it would have been better for humanity, but it, it wouldn't have been good for the series. And they truly improved character development. They they used the opportunity where where Guy was gone for six episodes to really improve all of the secondary characters, really make them three dimensional, flesh out everybody. And they that was a failing that they had in first season, and the action, again. They, they didn't they didn't diminish the action the action's still good no no uh, no fast blur no body morphing nothing like that now what I didn't like about it the Basoma are still CGI but better CGI the reason I say that is because in the original season one CGI the, the CGI edges were all sharp it was immediately like oh my god that is just it, it doesn't fit with anything else in the picture but with season two, they got smart. They smoothed out the edges. They they fuzzed it just a little bit. Maybe they had more money this season. Maybe they had more money, yeah. They fuzzed it out just a little bit so it wasn't in such stark contrast to everything else animated on the screen, which is better. And another bad thing was it got dark, like, quick. Like, uh, like quick. It's episode 7 out of 12, Guy beat... Be becomes the, the the murder beacon that was so you, fast like murder beacon for like five episodes there's five more i'm not telling you what happens but there's five more episodes and he becomes a murder beacon on episode seven so wow pretty well it got dark i thought the first one was dark it got dark dang wow 
But hey, have, have you seen Sword Guy? Uh, either season one or season two? Go ahead and comment below. Watch this YouTube. Comment below as well. Uh, tell me tell me if you agree with me. Tell me if you don't. That's fine. I'm okay with that. And of course, don't miss an episode. You can follow us on Twitch. Hit the notification so you'll know when we come on. Always good. Right? Right? And of mm -hmm. course, rem remember, the prizes are coming up next next Saturday, noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. To win that game, you gotta bam! You gotta subscribe. You gotta subscribe to this thing, alright? And of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, then uh, you can subscribe and you can put on the notification bell and you can see when a new episode drops. We usually have between, I don't know, three and five a week. So, yeah, there's that. And of course, don't miss any of my uh, Heathen Dogma and Anime and RPG segments. They're all, they're all on Twitch and de definitely on YouTube. Heathen Dog's been taken over by a murder sword. He's just looking for the reasons for Namars. <laughs> and of course, I team up with that guy, Garthon, on, on Neverwinter on Sundays and Star Trek Online's on Thursdays. And of course, you can see all my past streams right here. And my current stream on Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time is Soma. That's where you are, you are Simon, the brain scan of a guy who downloaded into a robot trying to protect humanity. Well, what's the what's left of humanity after the world is destroyed by natural disaster? That's what I did last week. Yeah, yeah. So it's old hat. It's old hat. But you know what I don't have? I don't have your uh, your comic poll. You don't need it. I Let's don't. do this. All right. That's on our comic that's perfect that's perfect uh, and welcome everyone this is Garthod's comic poll where Garthod pulls comics he tells you if they're good he tells you if they're bad and he, he'll he tell you to buy them or he'll if they're good oh no even oh. if they're bad he might tell you to buy them just so oh it's one of those things where like oh my god this is horrible here taste this yeah that has happened actually alright what is our first comic first comic X-Men Gold number 33 written by Mark Guggenheim art by Michelle Bandini Colors by Eric Arciniega. Arciniega? You make the call. Cover by yeah. Phil Noto. Okay, this comic is distinguished first by the art inside the book being better than the cover. Okay. Um, it is a story focusing heavily on Storm, which, just by the cover, apparently yeah. is Storm's uh, home village where her adoptive mother lived. Uh, she was worshipped as a goddess for a while. Until she joined the X-Men and gave them the big peace out and left. Uh, since that time, the people stopped worshiping her as a god because she you know, wasn't too cool with that. Sure. The uh, Some other dude has taken over named Oahu or something like close to that. Uh, and then her mother dies. She gets word of it. She goes back to the visit, village to visit. Village like, hey, we don't like you anymore. You need to go like away. He's like... You know, she's like, you know, goddess, people don't worship anymore. It's like, oh, I'm not a goddess. Never said I was. It's all cool, you know. So everyone's Oahu now. It's like, yeah, you know what? Isn't that, even that, isn't that like evil in Swahili? They're like, yeah, you need to go. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to check this religion out anyway. Like, you should leave. She's like, no, I'm not leaving. I'm here now. And so she goes. She hangs out there. And her, her, her mother's dead. She's sad. As one is. She, then she goes to the – at night – to the main hut, yurt, whatever you want to call it. Yurt. 
where they worship Oahu. She walks on in there and uh, like some big, big jacked up, you know, gray skinned African, African dudes there. He's like, ah, welcome goddess. And of course she's like, oh, hell no. And uh, in that instant, the, uh, the hammer that's the, the, the Thor hammer that's still linked to her, like flies on in. She grabs the hammer, and he's like, oh, hey, I'm a god, too. It's cool. I get you. But calm down. No one's fighting. Calm down. I have a gift for you, even. She's like, yeah, we're, I don't trust you. He's like, ah, oh, it's cool, man. It's all cool. We're all cool here. Look, look. Here's your parents. And her Not parents dead. are there. Ta-da. They're kind of young. And she's, there. she's like, yeah, they're supposed to be, like, dead and stuff. And that's where it ends. Um, so how, how do you pull that one off? They're either clones, fakes, evil, you know. Uh, you know it, one of the other tropes. I really doubt... Issue two is, oh, I'm so happy we're all together again. We're sorry we were dead for a while. This nice god of evil brought us all back so we could be together in love. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and that's highly unlikely. Like, You're right. I don't think that's likely to happen. Uh, Guggenheim's been a much better writer than that until now. Uh, I really liked the art. I thought the art was sharp. The color palette was great. So the colorist, uh, Eric Carcina, did, the artist, Michelle Bandini, did a great job. I would love to see more of their work and ongoing issues. I hope the art stays consistent with that because they are great. Sure. I liked the issue because it's not dealing with any overblown plot like it's kind of been happening. It's not dealing with any stupid or let down marriages. Um, this is like the most interesting X-Men Gold issue in the last 10, which is kind of sad. Wow. Yeah, that is sad. The the first, what, 13 were really the good. The first like, year was really good. Yeah. The first few were really, really good. And then that artist had to get first arts had he booted because he was all like hail Allah you know yeah he was, yeah, like, he was all yeah, uh, yeah that, it's a little that, much that when you're saying thing. kill the Jews we're not really cool with that yeah, you, you got to go and he's black yeah. right he's not I, working anymore not a, not for the bigs you know no he's not it's sad he was a great writer a great artist, artist who yeah. torpedoes his own career it's good to have religious convictions but when those convictions tell you and you start putting the books hey you should kill these other people because they look different than you you gotta go or, or they, they, they believe different things than you. Then, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's Sorry, that's bad. Buddy. Don't do that. Now, uh, this, this, this is where the current society and I differ. I mean, uh, professionally doing that, boo. You just, you just get broomed. Broom the bastard. Get rid of him. That's but, what they did. Exactly. But if he was on his personal personal account under his name with no affiliation with his company, well, yeah, you can say you whatever the hell you want. You, you can say, yeah. you know, death to all Nigerians. I don't care. Oh, you know? poor Nigerians. You, and so and nice. it should not affect your career because you, you your personal opinions do not reflect the company. But he made the mistake of putting it in a comic. In the comic. <laughs> it's yeah. literally in the comic. So, yeah, I understand why he got booted. Yes, he got booted. But final rating, I don't have any stars. That's okay. I'm going to put him in post. Oh, put him in post. Put him in post. Oh, like I said I really like this issue. Not heavy on action. Actually, there's zero action, but it does a great job building story. Um, I really enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Uh, I give it three and a half stars. Three and a half stars. Four stars. Four stars. Well, Balthazar knows. Four stars. No, God, please, no, no. Balthazar put it four. No. Sorry, Balthazar. No. Sorry, Balthazar. Three and a half stars. Red Sonia, number nineteen, written by Amy Chu and Eric Burnham. Uh, primarily Amy Chu, Eric Burnham just like scripting. Uh, art, Carlos Gomez. Colors by Mohan. Mohan? Just... When you're colors, you only, usually you only need one name, okay. like Hi-Fi. All right, all right, fair enough. Uh, cover by Sean Chan and Chris Peter. All right. 
the Red Sony series has been very good. Um, every issue has been pretty good. This is this is no exception. Uh, they killed Kulan Gath. They were happy with that. He was bad. Uh, he left behind like a super powerful evil medallion. Not so good. It got locked up where no one could touch it because you couldn't because they couldn't destroy it. Sure. So they had to lock it up. So that's good. You do what you can. Uh, some idiot stole it. That's bad. Uh, ever since then, uh, Sonya ended up uh, realized that the sword she'd acquired somewhat recently, which was a super awesome sword, sure. uh, the blacksmith said, hey, I recognize this sword. She's like, how do you recognize the damn sword? He's like, oh, it's a very special sword. It used to belong to an ancient king. Well, right. it's not ancient. It used to, but like 20 years ago, it belonged to a king who lost it in a fight with a dragon. She's like, oh, that's funny because I found it stuck in a dragon scale. It's like, yeah, he stabbed that dragon and it flew off with it. Oh, dragon thief. That's, yeah, so – and she's like, you know what? I'm going to find this dude, give him back his sword. It's a pretty awesome sword. And if he's still around, it, I don't I don't know. It's not mine. And she has two buddies. She's like, that's cool, Sonya. We killed Kula Gath with you. We'll go with you. She's like, sweet. Uh, but ever since they've been on their quest to take the sword back to Hyboria, where this dude lives. Uh, Hyboria? Hyboria? Yeah. yeah. It might be Samaria. Anyway, on the way there, they keep getting attacked by Kula Gath's death cultists. And they're like, yeah, those damn death out. cultists. If it's not a snake cult, it's a death cult. There are all kinds of cults in this place, man. There are. Well, that's how it is, you know. Man. So they keep fighting. Like, last issue, it was, man, I wish you know why this culture was attacking us. This sucks. And then later, the two girls are together. And one was like, hey, yeah, what's going on with that? And one was like, hey, 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 hey. You know that amulet of coolant gas? Yeah, the one they locked up. Yeah, I stole that. He's like, why did you steal that? Because it's worth a ton of money. As soon as we get the chance to, I'm going to sell it, and we'll all be rich, huh? They're like, that thing's evil. That's bad. And she's like, no, it's cool. It's cool. Just don't tell Sonya because I'm sure she won't understand. She's like, yeah, actually, the guy who had that was evil. She told us all not to touch it, and she's liable to kill people. So, yeah, you should really not have that. She's like, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. I got it under control. I'm just going to get rid of it as soon as I can. Sure, sure. Gotta yeah. sell it. I know a guy. I'm yeah, going to sell it. I know, I know a guy, yeah, yeah. It'll be safer there because, you know, if I was able to break into that place, I obviously wasn't safe. But the guy I'm selling it to is, it has good security. Sure, sure. And so the other one's like, all right, I don't like this. I don't like it. But, like, for the next – and then this issue, they get attacked by cultists, of course, again. And, you know, every time they get attacked, it's like, why do these – Sonya's always like, why do these cults keep attacking us? And the other one's like, yes, why do they? If only there were some way to tell why they were still after us after all this time. <laughs> He's glaring at the thief. She's like, I, I don't know. I got nothing. I, 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 I don't know. Do, do we smell? Um, I don't know. I don't know. They just don't like you, Sonya. They – They got grudges. They come upon some uh, – they're trying to go track down this dude's castle who has the sword. Turns out some rich dude has set up shop there after the last guy left. Because basically after he lost the sword, his luck went all to hell. Sure. So he lost his kingdom. This merchant moved in, took it over. He's about to run a giant party. He's like, you know, I don't have time for you losers. I own this castle now. You go away. And they're, they're like, you know. So he's like, whatevs. And then Thief Girl's all like, hey, 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 tell you what. Uh... How? Why isn't there like we could do for you? You know, because like, what's going on? Well, we need some information, like where the dudes are at, right? This guy would know, or at least have some leads. Plus, it's, you know, he's in the castle now. We could ask him. It's like, hey, is there a job we could do for you? He's like, yeah, there's a lot of poor people in that town near my castle, and they're gonna make my rich guests upset with their poorness. So get rid of them. 
Thief Girl's like, all right, cool. We'll do that. As I get out of this, Tony like, grabs her by the throat. It's like, how the dare you speak for me? One, I sure as hell know am I going to kick a bunch of people out of their homes because some rich asshole says to. Two, you do not speak for me. I will choke you out. <laughs> don't, don't make Red Sony choke a bitch. Right. So she chokes her for a bit and lets her go. I was like, I'm sorry. I just, you know, hey, I thought, I thought if we did that, we could do it nicely because if he sends some, his hired goons, the hired goons are going to stab people, right? So, so we'll be, we'll, it's better if we do it, right? Like, you do not speak for me again, ever. I speak for me. Sometimes I speak for you, not the other way. I'm Rasonia. I'm up here. You're some blonde chick who I save in a fight all the time. You're down here. <laughs> how it works. Okay. So, so after after Sonia walks away, like so, I'm gonna figure this thing out. She walks away. The other two are left alone, and the warrior girl goes. The thief girl's like, so uh, apparently she's pretty mad. We gonna tell her about that amulet. You said you're gonna tell her today. It's like, yeah, you saw how she acted when I just spoke for her. Uh, if I tell her I have the amulet, she'll probably kill me on the spot. It's like, yeah, yeah, she'll do that. You should never steal the amulet. You moron. Now I'm involved too. Um, basically go to the town, the town's full of people. They're like, oh, we live here. It's so great. The guy in the castle is not a real king. He sucks. We don't like him anyway. We're not leaving. Burn it all down. And so Sonya's like, you know what? I'm not kicking these people out. The guy in town's are, the guy up there in the castle is a rich jerk. I don't like him. Screw all you people. So Thief Girl ends up going back to the rich guy by herself. It's like, oh, well, I'll let him know that we're not doing the job. She walks in there, and he's like, so, you're back, and I noticed that the town's still full of poor people who are still alive. It's not the deal. It's not the deal. She's like, whoa, whoa, hey, hey, yeah, we didn't do that, because, hey. And she starts laying him like, we didn't kill him, because if we, the people in town, like, give you, like, booze and stuff, right? And if we kill them, it'll cost you more money to get booze from further away. We're helping you by letting them live. And, hey, they could lift heavy things for you. There's a lot of them. He's like, yeah, it's actually not some bad thinking. You got a nice liar's tongue there on you. I like that. I like that. She's like, oh, good. I'm glad you like that. Hey, so they start like working a little deal together. So you know that's not going to end well. No, it's it, it's going to end up with uh, with her give, giving him the artifact, so selling him the artifact, and then or something like well, something like that. Well, yeah. what's weird that is like during the last fight with the uh, with the death cultist, one of them is like grabbing the actually managed to get a hold of the pouch that Thief Girl's holding the amulet. It's like, yes, I have it. It's mine. It's mine. She's like, no, it's mine. She kills him. Like, what was that? Like, oh, they were after my money. I guess death cultists need money to buy stuff sometimes, too. Well, we're lucky they got away. <laughs> so I just kind of glaring at her, like, I don't think I believe you. But I have no reason not to really. Got and just it. see Warrior Girls like, oh, God, someone's going to kill us all. Uh, so it ends with that kind of ambiguous thing where it looks like Thief Girl's, like, falling into evil. Mm -hmm. Being corrupted. Yeah, Sonya... It ends with Sonya like in, walk, leaving the tavern, and the mists rise up in the misty town, and she trips over a drunk, and the drunk's like this big must, kind of a muscly guy with a big old beard. He's like, "Hey, watch where you're going." She's like, "You were laying on the ground in the mist. I couldn't see you. Why don't you watch where you're going? You're drunk." He's like, "No, you're drunk." He's like, well, "She's like, what of it? I got a sword." And she, he's like. Yeah, that's my sword. She's like, what? That's my sword. Why do you have my sword? A dragon took my sword. She's like, wait, you are Tharkad? He's like, yeah. Yeah, that's me. I'm a drunk now. Ain't that great? And so she finally, and it looks, 
like the same guy that they showed in all the flashbacks. Okay. But, you know, you older go. and drunker and Yeah, it was beardy. 20 years, yeah. Yeah. It was a few years. So it looks like Sonya finally found the dude. And you, you can almost bet she's going to give him the sword and help him take back his kingdom. Sure. Well, Meanwhile, it looks like Thief Girl is set up with evil Vizier Man. Yep. And that's going to end up bad. Who is going to end up with the evil magic amulet? So that's not going to go well. No. But I uh, love the story. It feels very Red Sonia, very Conan-ish, like the novels. Mm-hmm. Nothing's ever really black and white. Nothing's ever happy for anyone, really. Um, lots of gritty, two-fisted action. Uh, really enjoyed this book. I like where the story's going. like the plot. like how it's been hanging recently. No silly time shenanigans. Just tromping around Hyborian, killing, pe- killing folk. All right. Uh, four stars. Oh. For Red Sonia. Baldar. Four stars. Four stars. Last up, Infinity Wars number one. You're saying, Garthon, you did Infinity Wars. No, I did oh. Infinity Wars Prime yes, number one. Yes, yes. Well, did you do Infinity Wars before that? No, I did Infinity Countdown before that. So. Baldar failed to do the four star. That's all right. Yeah, all right. Well, it's on him. Uh, um, if he wars, written by Gary Duggan, art by Mike Diodato Jr., colors by Frank Martin, cover by Mike Diodato Jr. or Frank Martin. So, cover artist actually does the book, which is rare. Which is very rare. Do we finally uh, get, get to know who the Infinity Girl is? Uh, we'll get to that. Oh, okay. The the art in the book is fantastic. I love this artist. Mike Diodato Jr. is doing a fantastic job. Uh great sense of color uh, with the depths and the darkness. This book looks beautiful. I love it. He does really love putting a million frames on things still, but it's not as bad as Prime was. Oh, like mean the box grids everywhere? Yeah, where everything, it looks like you're looking through a trellis at everything. Right. It's not as bad. They still do it a lot, but it works a lot better this time because they kind of cut back on it. Good. Um, beautiful book. Uh, the book is basically Doc Strange is getting the Infinity Watch back together. The Infinity Watch is whoever currently controls an Infinity Stone. And he's like, all right, everyone, we're going to meet up at this place on Earth. And everyone's like, why meet up Earth? Earth sucks. He's like, well, because there's one dude who has a stone who won't leave Earth. And, which and it's the guy who has the Mind Stone, uh, whose name escapes me. Let me look it up. He's basically a two-bit hood who got mind control powers thanks to his gems. So you could guess he's... Uh, not keen on losing it. Yeah, fair. Um, oh my god, have his name. Can't remember his name. Probably something like uh like Orwin Smythe or something dumb. No, no, it's not that bit. Well it's pretty bad. Cause he he actually was was he Boomerang or the Ringer or something? He was like a really pathetic B list villain. Hey Isabella One, thank you very much for the follow. We appreciate thank it. Thank you. His name is Turk Barrett. Turk, Turk? Yep, Turk Barrett. All right, Turk Barrett. That's right. And he used to be a B-list villain. Don't say which one in the book. I don't think it really matters. It matters. All right. It matters. He was Stiltman. Stiltman, oh my God. He was one of the Stiltmen, yes. Stop it. Stop it. That was a thing? Oh, you don't know Stiltman? Sorry. There have been multiple Stiltmen. Sorry. The idea behind the Stiltman suit is that the legs extend like stilts. Yeah, So you can steal things from high-rises. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, I, you I, know. I get the premise, you know. But, you're on the thirtieth uh, floor. You're like, who's gonna get the thirtieth floor? Stilt man. Stilt man. Yeah. yeah, that's he's fought a lot of people. He loses everyone. He's like Stilt Man two, I think, maybe three. Stilt Man one decided, you know, it's just easier working. I think he died. Mm. Anyway, so Stilt Man ended up with the Mind Stone. So Doc Strange uh, arranges this meeting. They all get together because Stilt Man, Trick Barrett doesn't want to leave. Uh, so you get a whole bunch of people showing up at once. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, well. Star-Lord, Groot, and who can now talk, and Rocket oh, man. are have the Soul Stone, you know, are... They all have the stone, or...? Well, they have the stone in a case, and they're all guarding it. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. All right. uh, Black Widow has the Space Stone, Doctor Strange has the Time Stone, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, uh, has the Reality Stone, Adam Warlock has the Soul Stone. Duh. That's, that's all the stones. So... Wait, Power Stone. Ah, oh, man. You and your memory. Sorry. <laughs> the Power Stone... Oh, Star-Lord. That's what I said. Oh, no, no. I thought... Okay. Star-Lord, Groot, and Rocket of the Power Stone. Okay, sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah, Star- I thought I said We'll just say Star-Lord. He, 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 he swallowed it. Star-Lord has it in any case. Okay. So everyone meets up except Black Widow, who is, like, hiding in a sniper position in a tower because... Everyone's mad at her for some reason, which I don't care. Okay. I thought, isn't she dead? She died in Secret Empire, did, but she's did, back. Did, didn't, didn't she form a new Red Room or something? Come on. <sighs> yeah, she did, and she also died. You know, Black Whatever. Widow's character has been just so screwed with recently. Who cares? Yeah. Poor yeah. Black Widow. Poor Black Widow. You thought it was bad when they had a second Black Widow who was blonde. But no. Yeah, and then they turned her into a super adaptoid, and then she died. Awesome. But all then right. we got back to the original Black Widow. All right. all right, so what do we got here? Comic books. So, they all get, meet together, except they're all supposed to come alone, but of course they don't. No. Uh, like the Guardians show up together. Uh, Drax shows up with some guys who have uh, the, uh, not the Power Stone, but Drax hangs out with uh, Adam Warlock with the Soul Stone and stuff. And, um, the... And Turk Barrett shows up with a small army of uh, villains like uh, Bullseye. Mind, mind control flunkies, basically. They're not mind controlled. They're just his friends. Well, he's got he he's got friends. I mean, Bullseye is a lot better than Stiltman. I think he's in a different league. He is, but now it's Stiltman with a an Infinity Stone. Oh. That puts him in a whole new league. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. So it's like, well, would you hang out with Stiltman? No, but would you hang out with Stiltman? Well, former Stiltman, who now has one of the ultimate powers of the universe? Yeah, all of a sudden your stock goes up. Sure. They all meet together, and they're like, hey, what's up, y'all? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you should have brought friends. And Doc Strange's like, all right, everyone shut up. We have to form a new Infinity Watch. The Infinity Stones are showing back up. They're weird now. So we all got to join together and defend them because Thanos is going to come for them. He always that's does. What he does, yeah, that's his pastime. It's like, oh, if, it's that time again. And without Thanos, other people are going to show up. That's bad. And then it turns into, like, Turk being a dick. Mm. It's like, no, screw you people. I have the Mind Stone. Y'all just give me your stones. They're like, yeah, we're protected against that, you idiot. He's like, ah, you all suck anyway. And then they kind of get in a minor fight, and 
and they're going through. It's like, yeah, you know what? Through mental, because of my stone, I can actually sense which stones are actually, you know, here and all that. And uh, let me tell you, the guardians over there are lying to us. They don't even have a stone with them. They're like, what? That ain't true. And then they open the box and they have a stone there, but it's a fake. Oh. Because earlier, it gave a flashback to when Gamora was hanging out with, uh, was telling Peter Quill, oh, I need the soul stone. I need it. My half of me is, part of me is in there. And he's like, I can't do that. You, we all know that. She's like, oh, okay. And she comes back. I tried to, she tries it again. And he's like, no, nah, I can't. It's like, all right, well, one more kiss. She kisses him while they're kissing him. She swaps out the cases and walks off. So he's going to trade? So she, she's, I'm sorry, she, she's going to trade the Power Stone for the Soul Stone? No. Well, yes. Well, maybe. She stole the Power Stone. Yeah. She's like, screw all you people. She has the Power Stone. Um, and they find it like crap, and they're like, oh, this is a setup. I knew it was a setup. You guys are liars. And they start, a fight starts breaking out. And Black Widow's going to snipe Turk in the head, and all this stuff's going on. And then Infinity Girl comes. Infinity Girl shows up. It's like, hey, y'all might as well stop fighting because Thanos isn't coming. And she throws Thanos' head on the ground. He's dead and stuff. And I like killed him. And they're like, uh... So we should have a beer? <laughs> like, well, okay. So, like, so you all might as well give the stones to me so I could, like, save the world and stuff. And they're like, yeah, we're not doing that either. And she's like, no, I think you are. <laughs> um, while this is going on, Loki and his librarian are trying to find the... Alter place reality thing. Yeah, the alter reality where the gods were made thing. While they're there, like there's this big store in the middle of it, and this alternate Loki flies out. Well, like, gets pushed out of it. And he's holding the old near. He's all big and like manly looking. Sure. He's like, what? Wait, who's that? And other Loki says, ah, where am I? I have looked upon a clean upon another reality. And it must be my own counterpart Loki here. It's like, yeah, I guess so. But where, where are your Infinity Stones? You can't, certainly you can't fight the great evil that's coming without the Infinity Stones. Where's your Infinity Watch? Like, yeah, I'm not really here for that. And if that's a problem with that, I'll probably run and kind of hide. Other that's Loki's like, my thing. Other Loki's like, yeah, it looks like Loki in my reality, this reality is not the same as in mine. For, for I'm a great hero. Ha 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 ha. Then he, they end up fighting some reality alternating slug for a while with the other alternate Avengers that pop out. And then they push it back in their reality but it like starts killing them all and destroys the reality. Really? And it, and so Loki and the librarian are like, oh, that's, that's, uh, that's bad. And that's going to happen to our reality, he said. Unless we have all the stones and the Infinity Watch assembled to fight it. That's, uh, that's bad. That's bad. That's, all right, uh, then. So did she get all the stones? Did Infinity Girl get all the stones? Well, Infinity Girl um, shows up. And then the fight starts in earnest. People start calling it backup, and she... Oh, wait, my camera's still off. What? Oh, it is still off. It's been oh, off crap. Off. I didn't even notice that entire time. I'm sorry, everybody. I didn't know when you turned it off. Oh, I, I had to cough and sneeze and crap. Uh... So she's like, give me the stones and we'll pay the price. And they're like, uh, well, who the hell are you? She's like, Thanos said I was conducting his requiem. That's as good a name as any. And then within two pages... Uh, while fighting her, Rocket shoots her in the face enough where her helmet falls off, and they all see it's Gamora. So they you bothered called giving it. her. You called it. I did, but they bothered giving her a superhero name for like a page. 
I am Requiem. Oh, it's Gamora! It's not, not yeah, even yeah, trying to be suspenseful. Yeah, yeah. And like, and they're like, what the hell are you doing? Like, yeah, I think I told you. There's a piece of that soul stone. I still need her back. I need all the stones. And that's going to happen. And they're like, hey, look out. She has the power stone built into her sword now. She's so like, yeah, get out of my way. Or what? You'll kill us all? And she says, ah, nothing ever really dies, Peter. And then she bullseyes him. What I mean is there's a famous Frank Miller panel where Bullseye kills Elektra. Sure. And uh, that is completely and totally what happens to poor Peter Quill. Oh. He gets totally bullseyed. Wham! Sword through the best all the way through, poking the jacket and everything. That sucks. That did not go well for Star-Lord. That was not how that conversation he thought was going to go. No, no. No, his pelvic magic was not enough that time. <laughs> um, yeah, so dramatic ending on that one. Interesting read. I liked it. Uh, I think the characters, as their characters have been shaping the comics, play true to how they've been. Because sure. uh, in the comics, pretty much everyone's kind of a D-bag except Peter Parker and Captain America. Everyone else is kind of a D-bag right now. All right. But even Doctor Strange? Well, in the in – the, yeah, okay. Currently, he's a D-bag in the yeah, comics. Currently, well, well he's, a D, he's a little bit of a D-bag in the movies. but I thought He's just he arrogant a... in the movies. Yeah. But right in the comics, he's become a paranoid D-bag. Everyone in the comics is a paranoid D-bag ever since Captain America you know, did the big slither on everyone. Which I, I get. I mean, when 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 you ruin Captain America, they're all they're all like men right, afraid for themselves. Right. Some people just came back from the dead. Uh, she Hulk is now an unholy abomination. Spider Woman still wearing the ugliest costume in the world. Awesome. It's so you know, every other Spider person has a has a better costume than her now. It's really kind of sad. Sad. But for this comic, what do we got? Uh, I really really enjoyed it. A lot of people are saying it's like a super awesome, excellent. I mostly agree. I give it four and a half stars. Four and a half stars. Wow. Where did the extra Almost half come from? It, it loses a half from too many, pan, from too many trellises. Oh, oh still, still the, okay, got it. But the art is fantastic. The pacing is really good. Um, it does a great job setting up characters. Really, really enjoyed it. it I really want to know where this is going, which is saying something because the last Infinity Wars I can give a poop about. Uh, four and a half. Really, really like this book. Highly recommend it. And she kills Star-Lord, who, come on, deserved it after the Infinity War movie. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. He had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> he had it coming. Anyway. And Gamora did it, too. Yeah, and Gamora did it. So, yeah, there it is. Anyway, yeah. so, hey, you know what? Follow us. Follow us on Twitch. And remember to get in on, the, uh, on, the, on two of the three uh, giveaways next, next week. You have to follow us to get, rid, to, get on the, to get a game, Sins of a Solar Empire, Rebellion. To get the game, you have to subscribe. You know, throw, throw a Twitch Prime subscription our way for that one month. That's fine. It's fine. It cost you nothing. Exactly. You got you Amazon Prime anyway. Any, Jeez. According to Bezos, everyone's got Amazon Prime. Jeez. And, of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe and throw down a notification bell so you know when a new episode drops. And, of course, you can see more Garthon. Uh, Garthon's comic book on YouTube, and of course our team ups uh, on Twitch uh, and, and YouTube, Star Trek Online, and not Secret World Legends. Now we're uh, well, no, our Secret World Legends. Those are on. It, they're those still are on. on uh, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. they're on YouTube. You're right. You're right. And of course, uh, we we do our streams uh, at. Uh, uh, he used to do. 
what, Sunday at 9 p.m. Central? Yeah, we, we, we do Neverwinter. Our current stream is Neverwinter. But we uh, he has done on his own Final Fantasy, the Banner Saga, all the way through. There's Banner Saga 2. We're still waiting for you to pull that one out. 3 is coming out, too. 3 is coming out. And War Machine Tactics, Tactics which was a disaster. It was so sad. It made it me was, sad. It made you sad all the way sad. sad. All the way sad. It made me sad on multiple dimensions. Now, our RNG. Duncan killed it in the beginning, but I, 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 I heard that uh, you have some news about our second favorite Enterprise captain. <laughs> he could be your first favorite. He could be, but he's my second favorite. All right. Uh, recently in Star Trek Las Vegas, it was announced that Patrick Stewart is has signed a contract with CBS Pictures, or actually CBS Television, to appear as Jean-Luc Picard in a new upcoming ongoing series to be on CBS All Access. So if Discovery was not floating your boat, Jean-Luc Picard is there to set you right, my friend. Now, it's been a while, all right? It has, but the guy still in, is in good shape. He's, he's in, in good, really shape, good shape, true. He's out. in good shape, but... When you see all the captains in a row, there's two of them you can tell work out. Bacula and him. Exactly. Yeah. And he seems to work out more than Bacula. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, now, uh, do you have any idea of the the backdrop of this? Is he still... Your camera's off again, Heathen Dog. What? What? How is this you happening? Have it, you must have it linked to some sort of hotkey. I must. Jesus. But uh, they haven't given any indication as to what the series will be about. Uh, current guess is that it's going to be Admiral Picard doing Admiral stuff, which means if since this is Star Trek, uh, setting about destroying the Federation. Because that's what Admirals do in, in Star Trek. That's true. That they're That's what they're good at. Um, but hopefully but, they don't follow like the movie thing where I'm an admiral now. Oh, let me true tour the Enterprise. Oh, I remember being a captain. Tell you what, why don't I take the ship out for a little bit? Why don't I just take it over? And you know, they need to flying around again. I hope they don't do that. Um, it is extremely exciting for Star Trek fans that they are announcing it's an ongoing series starring an older Captain Picard who's probably going to be an admiral at this point, or or a um, diplomat, or a diplomat. They, that could happen too. I in the. Was it All Our Tomorrows? Yeah, uh, no, uh, all, all, all Good Things. He all was, he was retired, but he was a diplomat. Right, he's probably going to be a diplomat, mm -hmm. which actually will be an interesting thing to have him going around different cultures doing different diplomat things. No, 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 things. He, he was a diplomat to Vulcan. I'm oh, sure they'll have him going to other places. Oh, probably. It'd be really boring if every episode was Picard on Vulcan. Yeah, fair. Hmm, this is hot tea. Tea is usually served hot. It is only logical. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that's the episode every, every week. Every week. So, Ambassador. Yes. What is an Ambassador? I noticed you have a new robe. Yes, I've chosen red. Ah, oh, much like the sands of your native home. Okay. Indeed, it's only logical. Dun, 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 dun. You know, All right, so, no one's going to watch that. So, so we don't know the backdrop for this new series, just that we it's a new series? Not. Right now, they just... It's been kind of, like, guessed at for a long time that something's going to happen. And it was finally officially announced. He said, yes, I'm coming back as Picard on CBS All Access for an ongoing series. And, of course, if they're doing that, it has to be, finally, a progression of the timeline post-Nemesis. Yes. has to be. Right. It's 20 years after Nemesis. Yeah, uh, Duncan says it's confirmed. It's going to be 20... Uh, read the Duncan. Uh, I saw the bathing unicorn blood thing, but it's 20, it's yeah. 20 years after Nemesis, 10 years after... Uh, uh, 10 years before the STO timeline happens. Right. right. Um... Duncan says it's, he thinks it's going to be DS9, just West Wing, it's Picard. That could be it. Yeah. 
Very well could be. But so it's going to be nice to see. This is kind of like what people wanted. Not necessarily Picard, which is awesome, or potentially can be awesome. Could potentially be a train wreck. Um, yeah, but I people have wanted that. to see the progression of the timeline. I when Enterprise came out, everyone's like, "Why are we doing a show in the past?" I thought Enterprise was became a good show. Did yes. not start out that way. No. Um, became a good show, but I didn't want another. I didn't want a prequel. No one wanted a prequel really. And then they came out with Discovery, and everyone's like, "Why is this another prequel?" It's another prequel, not as prequel, but still prequely. Yeah, still very prequely. Yeah. And so now the finally. It's the timeline people want. Uh, questions remain, like, what are the Klingons going to look like? Stop it. No. <laughs> uh, no that's question. a real question. I want to know. There's no question. There's no question. Stop it. Stop it. I mean, mm. even putting that out there in the universe is a dumb. Mm. Anyway, okay. Well, here's here's hoping he's uh, he's diplomat Picard because that, that's it, a... It, that, that, pretty that much guarantee is going to be diplomat yeah, Picard. That, that, that involves a lot less uh, sitting at a desk than uh, Admiral Picard. Right, he'd be going out to the hot spots to soothe over tensions exactly. with the Klingons or Vulcans or Romulans. Tetelorites or, or some unknown. Uh, Awaken so. Borg, uh, angry tardigrade resort colonies, whatever you got. Exactly, whatever you got. Now, what I got, uh, I was I, I was looking at the uh, Sins of a Solar Empire uh, Rebellion, and I saw all the mods for it, and Duncan told me there was a there was a, a Star Trek mod for it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's called Star Trek Armada Three. And I looked at it, it looked great. But you know what else I saw? I saw a uh, Stargate mod for it. And it is amazing. It's not even completely done yet, and it's awesome. The uh, r- Right now, there's only, there's only three. Th- uh, there's the Earthlings, there's the Wraith, and then, the, and then there's the Azurians, which are the, uh, the uh, um, nanite form... Uh, ancients but oh and oh I'm sorry and 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 the ghoul there's four and uh, and the wraith that's five. Oh my god I'm so lying but uh, I, I heard I heard they were gonna do a Babylon 5 mod but it got canceled yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, the Asgard are not playable at this point that that's coming in the future and uh, there's one more there's one more the, the Ori are not playable yet but there's seven total races only five of them are playable at the moment. Two of them are coming out. This this thing came out in February of this year, so he's still working on. It's just it's like one guy, you know. He's, he's still, Usually, he's those are working. very small teams. Yeah, these exactly. Mods. You know, so yeah, he's still working on the the Ori and uh, and the Asgard. But I played them, and it's it's not just a reskin of the ships. It is a completely new tech tree. All all of the animations. Are different. If if you wow. if, if you play if you play a human uh, spaceship, you get the you get the as and you, you you upgrade to the Asgardian beam weapon. It it looks like the Asgardian beam weapon. If you have if you're the Azurians, and you're using drones, it looks like ancient drones. That's pretty cool. And if you're if you're in a hive ship, and and you're and the hive ship is pointed at you, the 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 big main guns that fire off like boom 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 boom. You can see that happening. It's freaking cool. Freaking cool. Oh, Cryptic's big panels tomorrow morning. Roundtable will be covering developments with a Sunday show. Oh, that's good. I'm I'm glad I'm glad you got to get to show like Cryptic's come up. All of the Hilly news yes. coming up. That's right. But yeah, so I, I I I played that mod for a while, and my God, man, that was awesome. It's freaking awesome. 
So, yeah, if, if you win that game, these mods obviously are free. So, which is also yeah, awesome. Which is also good. And and uh, and inside the game, you can choose to turn the mods on and turn the mods off. If you want to play the game vanilla, that's fine too. It's great. But yeah, that's what I got. You have anything else? I am tapped. I am ready to okay. you're ready have to some you're... cold medicine and sleep. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and continue on. There we go. And remember, uh, Max Leao is streaming Thursdays and Fridays. Variety, okay, it's, he's open to, to suggestion. He's been playing uh, uh, Tempest Citadel because he likes it. it uh, spoiler, it's one of, the, one of the games he talks about next week. And, of course, uh, we've done a lot. We've, we've, done, we've done a couple of team-ups with the game Looter Kings. And it would have been with Elgarian as well, but his computer went... He's joined the big computer store in the sky. Big computer store in the sky. That's right. When I die and they need a rest. Look at that. The Celestial Wisdom. Three exclamation points. Traditional RPG fantasy setting it wrong. Stop representing demi-humans wrong. It's bad. It's super bad. Again, uh, we want to talk about the giveaways. Alternate time on the 11th, noon central, 1 eastern. Celestial Wisdom is not a review. It's his take on it. Is it good? Is, is it bad? Should you buy it? Should you avoid it? He's not going... It, it, it's it's kind of too quick for what he calls a review, but I'm going to call it a review because I can. And what do we think about Algarian's computer problems? Blah, 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 blah. The gremlins is, got him. The gremlins got him. I like the gremlins showed up. You like the gremlins showed up? It was I good. Do like that, that was good. That's yeah. Good. Normally, he does Shroud of the Avatar on uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays and does his bargain bin gamings on uh, on the nighttime. <laughs> don't care. It's like, <laughs> there it is. But he can't because he's working on a like a 10-year-old Mac now. And the, the only thing he could do is uh, Lord of the Rings online at like medium-low settings, which looks like a, a 16-bit nonsense. But uh, tomorrow, you can see uh, Garthon and I, maybe, if he's, if he's still not sick, maybe I'll be doing Neverwinter alone. Garthon will be in Milwaukee tomorrow. Oh, Garthon will be in Milwaukee tomorrow. So, no, uh, I will be doing either Neverwinter or Soma. I don't know. But I'll be doing something. Don't worry. And Monday, I'll definitely be doing Soma, 8 p.m. Central. And then I'll Gary in sadness because he won't build his own computer. And then Thursday, Maxiel comes in at noon Central with uh, his uh, either uh, Guild Wars Online 2 or maybe some more Tempest Citadel, I don't know. And then noon on Friday. What's that? Uh, is that what I'm talking about? Dunk says, not far from Duncan. Hey, Duncan, if, you, if you're not far from Milwaukee, I'll actually be in Waukesha. Waukesha, Milwaukee. Uh, maybe during the week sometime, say hi. I'm only going to be there through uh, I fly out late Saturday. So. Right. Yeah, that's why that's why Max Leo is doing the stream tomorrow. That's right. I mean, uh, next next Saturday. Next week. He, yeah, next week. Anyway, uh, Friday at noon, uh, we we will most likely be playing Looter Kings. It'll be Max Leao, me, and Max Leo's wife Noro. We will be. We have successfully gotten level one down pat, but level two is kicking our butts. And the problem with this game is when you when you die, you go back to the beginning. Oh, that's funny. You don't start at the level where you died at. You go back to the beginning of level one. Hey, it ain't looter try hard, just looter kings. No, it's you looter kings, exactly. It's 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 not looter participation trophy. Nope. And then of course at four PM on Friday we do our uh, Shroud of the Avatar hosting. And then Saturdays, usually the usually eight PM Central, but next week will be noon central. We have the live stream. 
right. And again, anyone, please like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. And uh, we, we'd really love to uh, love to hear from you either on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Discord. And remember, you can get this from SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play Music, or anywhere you dang well like. Yeah. And of course, support us with your Patreon, the Patreon subscription. We, we love the Patreon subscription. We love that, but we love, I love if you buy the shirts. I really love the gear. The gear is awesome. It and is of course, good. cheering is nice too. We, we always like the bits. There you go. And of course, uh, I want to thank everyone for coming by. Garthon, do you have anything else, else you want to say? Uh, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. That's disclaimer time. All right. Well, oh, tariffs make bourbon more expensive. Tur tariffs are bad. Take down the tariffs. Tariffs are bad. Okay, tariffs are bad. More bourbon. Well, then thank you, everyone, and good night.